What's up, Caleb haters? Welcome back to Atsune Miku's Crack House. This is episode 94. I'm your host, as always, Sam Kingma. Joining me is my best friend and co-host, Miles. Miles, do you remember the show Barter Kings? Uh, no, I don't remember the show Barter Kings. It was on uh, the channel. I'm pretty sure it was A and E because I remember it. I remember this show. There was a time in my life, Miles, where I and my brother and I were just obsessed with like the History Channel and like Pawn Stars and American Pickers and A and E's Storage Wars and and Barter Kings was the fourth horseman of the apocalypse. Uh, of of this like weird side and uh, TV side hustle shit that History Channel and A and E was trying to get us young Zoomers on uh, to become to get on my Sigma grind set that I have today. And Barter Kings was about these two dude bros who I'm not even kidding just owned a warehouse of just bullshit. Of knickknacks and bullshit. And each episode would start with like one of the guys being like, yeah, man, you know, I really want to take my family out uh, on some jet skis. So I'm going to take this hockey stick that I picked out from my my junk warehouse and I'm going to barter my way from this hockey stick to get some jet skis. So basically, and then the other guy has a B plot and they basically flop back and forth where, like, the other guy's trying to get something. And he is like, all right, I'll use this blender. I'll start with this blender and I'm going to end up with a, with an RV or some bullshit. And he just, and they trade up the, their, their products. And it's the fucking most stupid, ridiculous show you've ever watched. Do you know what that reminds me of, Sam? What? Do you ever play the Flash game Zelda and the Legend of the Lamp? No, absolutely not. I I don't know. I don't know if that's the name, but but essentially it was this game. It was a series of trade quests. That was the game, and your goal was to get a magic lamp at the end of it. And you basically just fucking waddled around. So it used the Minish Cap Link sprite, and it used one of the greatest underrated cuts from Ocarina of Time. The 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 sneaking into Hyrule Castle song. Doo 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 doo. just like and that was the whole song the perfect track for that game so you basically just went around and you fucking traded bullshit right so like like and and it was real ass bullshit like there was a mcdonald's you had to get something traded at dude dude it literally is dude barter kings is the begoron sword side quest like that's literally what it is that's what it reminded me of like i i specifically remember there is a side quest in which you get a taser from kirby and you have to tase someone who fell asleep in a puddle of water so he dies but when he dies he flips over and lets you walk past him dude these fucking fan games man from the early 2000s were fucking crazy shout out shout out to the game i was called i think it was called sonic it was just called sonic boom and it was a game where you shot sonic or one of his many funny friends uh using the sonic battle sprites out of a cannon and you basically shot him out of the cannon. You would get rings, and then you would take those rings and spend them spend them at shops to unlock new characters that had their own abilities. Once they got shot out of the cannon, but more specifically, chaos emeralds. Because once you get all seven chaos emeralds, you unlock supersonic. Then you shoot supersonic out of the cannon, and then you basically do the final boss from uh, 
Sonic the Hedgehog 3, where you take out Eggman's Death Egg Robot Mark II. Why would anyone make that? I don't fucking know. That's what I'm fucking talking about. Like, that's fucking weird. Yeah, it's just it's just bullshit. Like, like don't get me wrong. There's some fucking Kino-ass shit out there. Like, you ever play Tower of Heaven? Uh, no. I know everyone loves Fancy Pants Adventures. That's a big one. That's hot. Dude, the animation in Fancy Pants Adventures is just the, the most, like, gratifying thing to watch ever. Just smooth-ass... I, I really hope the dev of Fancy Pants Adventures is, like, Ed McMillan. You know, like, someone like that where just, like, they made it. They made it big time off of Fancy Pants Adventures. Yeah, I... I... There was a sequel to that, right? There was, like, two, there was like a Fancy Pants 2 and a Fancy Pants 3, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, and, uh... and then And then... And then that guy made Dark Souls. <laughs> it's made by Miyazaki. Dude, I, I did want to bring something up. Dude, dude uh, uh, Fun Brain, Fun Brain was actually made by Hideki Kamiya. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Free Ski by Hideo Kojima. I just, I'm just Top imagining... I, I'm just imagining Hideo Kojima talking about Free Ski the way he talks about, like, Death Stranding. Like, I wanted people to connect with each other. The lines that you draw can connect you to another player snowboarder just like that like dry way that he tweets where it's just so flat and yet so esoteric at the same time yeah kojima made club penguin to connect us all the together that's what it was all about connecting connecting us back to our use by thinking about the penguins who who have such loyalty and dedication to one another that they stay in groups to protect themselves from the harsh realities of the arctic i'm just i'm just i'm just trying to picture like the trailer for that game because there's this great on the on the reveal uh the release date trailer which is an amazing trailer by the way just one of my favorite trailers ever because it's like a great vertical slice and the music is so perfect and and the way that they they cut between things is so perfect i mean just amazing trailer uh but there's this like dramatic monologue over apocalyptica in which the president is like sam we have to reconnect and he's like Bridget, you're full of shit. Just, just, I, and I'm just picturing that with, like, the penguins. Just, like, no, Moncal is finished. Sam, if we don't get the, the, the candy pizza go- going again, Club Penguin is finished. I don't give a shit. Find your band, own. Band, 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 yeah. <laughs> band for harsh language. Find your own goddamn igloo. <laughs> band for harsh English. <laughs> Damn. Uh, dude, the, the, there is nothing more depressing to me, and I truly mean this. There is nothing more depressing to me than people who have an, an a, like a true reverence for Club Penguin, like people who are like twenty eight and they're just like, oh man, remember Club Penguin? I'm like, yeah, the game that sucks. Yeah, I do. I do remember Club Penguin. Yeah, it's just not like I. I just remember because again, I grew up a fucking gamer. All right. So when I played, like, I did check out Club Penguin, I'm like, this sucks. This just yeah. is not fun. No, I, I specifically remember there there was a couple of Flash games Same that thing actually... with Web, Webkins. Although Webkins the, the, is the shit. Actual cre- the, 
The creatures were cute though, the little plushies, and that's kind of the problem what the is that they're just normal is. animals. Like like a yeah. Neopet is like designed, you know. It's an and alien, ne- yeah, yeah. And then Neopets, like Neopets isn't amazing or anything, but but the fact that it was just this like point and click world it was it was a it was an html sandbox that you got to experience alongside your pet who could starve and cry yeah, and hated you it, it was like html elden ring html elden ring html elden ring which i guess is the name of the episode already all right <laughs> we're, we're hitting it off i mean i guess i should give my elden ring update and, and oh yeah dude do you do you hate the game do you so, hate the game so i want to specifically talk about a str- just just something that is truly a problem only Sam and I could ever have which is that we host a podcast no one else on the planet hosts a podcast first of all we are you heard it here first we are the only podcast <laughs> Miku's crack house it's not that great but what other option do you have <laughs> yeah it's like it's like it's like a pizza restaurant that like sucks. It's got two and a half stars on Yelp, but it's the only one that delivers. <laughs> so you gotta you gotta eat this shit pizza. It's called shit pizza. Like S H I T T pizza. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Shit pizza. Yeah. Owned by a guy named William Shit. Shit. But but anyways, Elden Ring, dude. What's our what's the problem that we have that we because we own a podcast, we have a podcast. We're the only podcasters. That's true. So I was not enjoying Elden Ring for the first thirteen hours, and it was because I didn't I didn't get the open world structure. I didn't know where to find anything. I didn't. I I was just fucking wandering around. Nothing fucking worked. You were being a wacky scrub is what what you were doing. No, what I was doing was I was just playing the game and not really, like, thinking about, like, okay, well, maybe I should be looking for things that are going to complement my build. You know, oh, I haven't been here yet. You know, let's, let's, like, I'm really looking at them. Because I was playing like I would Breath of the Wild, just not looking at the map. Just just letting my sight lines guide me. But that game is very dense. So while there are a lot of good sight, sight lines, you miss a lot. You truly miss a lot if you are just looking over the horizon. You need to be scouring constantly. Um, But so I I should have I should have gone to my my good buddy of of 11 years. My buddy, Sam, my best friend in the whole wide world. And I should have said, Sam, I got to be honest. I'm not feeling Elden Ring. Am I doing something wrong? And Sam could have said, yeah, man, you know, what 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 build are you trying to go for? Oh, you got to do this. Okay, I'll try it out because. Because we did that last week, but I said, no, I host a podcast, and I'm going to come on here with my authentic opinion. Even though my authentic opinion was formed after 13 hours of, of doing nothing, the first nine hours of that game are just such a blur to me. I like I, I think I just, I just did nothing, and so I couldn't remember doing anything of value because I didn't do anything of value because everything I got was worthless. Didn't work <laughs> for my fucking build. So, of course, this fucking guy over here, this fucking lard face tells me... Yeah, you just gotta go to Lierna of the Lakes and get the fucking carrion knight sword. I was like, can you say that in English for me, please? Like, what the fuck does any of that mean? And so, of course, I, I sit down, I restart my character, Louise 2. Obviously named, <laughs> named it after my daughter who strayed from the path of virtue. A virtue in search of the Elden Ring, yes. Yes, so so I, 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 I brought her back to search for the Elden Ring, straying her from the path of virtue even further. But now, did you time, actually pick the right class this time? No, so so because, no, I, because you wanted to be a sorcerer, 
and you picked the fucking confessor. I, I, so what, what I think happened was I picked the confessor, but I kept calling it the astronomer because I forgot the name of the class. And, and so I just said, you know what? I like the confessor. It's got cool armor and I like the faith. I, I like, I like that it comes with a nice boost of faith because the astronomer Preach. has amazing int, amazing int to start the game, but yeah, 16. Yeah, but Faith 14 is really good because then I don't have to fucking level up Faith to use half the good spells that you get early in the game for Faith. So I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'll start with nine int and level my way up. And so I did that. I got to level 18 on my int, went on this really fun hunt for the Carrion Knight Sword in Lierna of the Lakes, got it. The game was immediately better because I was doing a fuck ton of damage. And then yep. I got to Lierna of the Lakes proper, and I was fucking getting one-shotted all the fucking time. And well, I was yeah, fucking you're not angry. To, yeah, yeah I you're was not fucking, supposed to be there. I was, I, no, no, because I beat Stormville Castle. Like, I did you all did? that. I was, like, level 50. Yeah, and, and so... Whoa, whoa, you were level 50? I don't know what level I was. issues? Okay, but here's, here's what I discovered. Here's what I discovered, okay? I was not leveling up Vigor at all. Because oh, in yeah. Bloodborne, you don't have to do that. And in Dark Souls, I didn't do that. Not in this game. But I had reached a point where my levels were so high that I could not grind and level up Vigor. So, 17 hours into Louise 2's journey. Wait, why didn't you get the, uh, the ring? The ring that gets you some more health. Or you could have got the, the source seal that gets you plus five vigor along with plus five stamina and plus five strength and plus five dex at the cost of only taking 13% more damage, which, hey, just don't get hit. Am I right? I'm going to stop you right you there. You could do Sam. that. I'm you could do that. I'm going to stop you right there, Sam. And this and this is one of the problems with Elden Ring that I will bring up, but spoilers, I like the game a lot now, but I will bring up some problems because because there are a couple things that I noticed. The, but one of the problems is you're just listing off all this shit. Sam, you think I know where the fuck that is? The farthest I've been on the map is Bellum Highway, which is pretty fucking far, but still, for all I know, that's in the fucking devil's anus and tailing. That, that, that's past, uh, um... Where, where you're at, that's past Altus Plateau, right? You're on the sort of upper echelon. I don't fucking know. Dude, I don't remember. Are you, you're in like Lernia, is that, that's near Lernia of the Lakes, right? Well, I don't know because 17 hours into Louise 2's journey, I got to carry a manor. I got two shotted by every fucking hand in the mansion. And I said, and this the cannot, hands are tough. The hands are tough. And I said, this, I can't do this. I can't fucking do this. So, day after, off work, Louise 3 was born. And I had to make another fucking character. So already I put 30 hours into Elden Ring and I've made no real progress. I mean, I beat Stormville Castle, but otherwise I've had to reset the game a bunch of times. So I'm doing Louise 3 and, and I'm just going through the motions or whatever. And then I get caught on some level geometry while I have 1200 runes and I fucking die. And I say to myself, you know, oh, I get him back. No, I said... No, I, I died before I could recover my runes. Okay. Oh, okay. And so I said, okay. you know what? I can recover from this. It's early game, but this will not stand. I cannot let this black mark be on this file. So, and 12,000, you said? 12,000 runes. From what? Just from early? accumulating them over time. Jesus, spend that shit, Miles. I know, I know. Spend I as have. you get it. I should Spend have. as you get it. 
that but that one was my fault and i and i said you know what john's or not yeah that's john's john's means you that's take fair. your l you yeah yeah that is a black mark stain you can't be fucking running around at that early in the game you cannot be running around with twelve thousand souls acting like it's no big deal i, and I when specifically that's remember like I, five I, I spe- levels i specifically remember thinking oh it's more than that more than that at that point in the game. oh it's like 10 it's yeah. like 10 I specifically remember thinking, like, all right, at the next save point, and then I got fucking railed. So, I, black mark on my file, 73 minutes in, Louise 4 is born! Oh my god. And I'm five hours into Louise 4. Louise 4, and I'm fucking Wait, busted. what is, what is, what is Louise 4? They're is all still conf- a confessor? They're all confessors. They're all okay. confessors. So... My Man, really, really dedicated to the to to faith being good in this game, huh? No, I'm really dedicated to that armor looking real cool. Yeah, true. I, I mean, love you can always the find the armor later on. That's true. And pick but, that up with the stuff. Although you're oh, by the way, for the record, for people new new from software Elden Ring fans, class doesn't really matter. It in the long run scheme, grand scheme of the game, doesn't really matter for a, for normal regular playthroughs. Only it's, if it's you're only trying to, to do some nice... super hyper ultimate meta PvP build that's like that has a level cap or, or or whatever. If you're not doing that, if you're just playing the fucking game, your starting class do- is completely irrelevant. I, I'm just picking it because the armor's cool and I like so, the, yeah, the, the early bonus to faith. I think it also has good stamina, uh, pretty good FP for the early game. You know, the only problem is low vigor. Oh, and it's also got decent yeah. strength for the early game. So I, I like that class. Nine arcane to start. Very good. Yeah, I'm balling. I'm like level 40 now. I got 20 fucking vigor, 15 mind. My my uh, endurance is nice and high. I got 22 faith. So all my fucking spells are bullshit. I got the demi queen staff. That's that yeah. I'm running that shit. I got the carrion night sword. And by the way, the most fun I've had with this game is going. Wait, to wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Hold early. on. Hold on. Hold on. The demi the demi queen staff is for for sorceries. Yes. So are you running sorceries and incantations? With oh faith? yeah. Oh yeah. Doing oh, full magic spicy. night. Full magic you're night, fucking baby. Spicy baby. Spicy. 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 So your favorite part of the game is getting the carrion night sword early. You said. Yes, that is so much fun. But. I'm finally, I'm finally there. I'm finally enjoying the game. I'm finally getting the open world. All of it makes sense. Great game. I mean, I said it was a great game last time. I just said that I didn't think that it needed to be as, like the open world that it does. And now, and now I get it because what it allows you to do is have the freedom of the build, which is what you were saying last week. So I'm in agreement yeah. with that. That said, I think the reason that I'm not like going to be like, yeah, this is a f- my favorite one because I think it's a great game. But but the reason it's not going to be my favorite one is I think that that Miyazaki needs to stop his enemy design has become a parody of itself and i'm i'm like there are times in which i was just laughing i was just laughing yeah. at these stupid oh, yeah. enemies because like, oh yeah it's awesome they have like 17 hit combos and their delays are are just like oh they're ha- oh evil evil dude. some of them are evil yeah like like i'm just i'm just sitting there like but i i love it because for me as someone who's been around the block with this shit, it's like, oh yeah, God, I'm reminded. I'm back, back at it again. I got to get the rust off. Like that's what it was. My first like day of Elden Ring was just like working that rust off and getting getting back into the swing of things and finding out the new the new swings in in Elden Ring. The the big and... thing for me is that like my my muscle memory for these games is great. So like, I didn't really have a lot of trouble 
with like a lot of the the attack patterns unless they were just like stupid just like pure evil and a lot of these are just pure evil like they'll just like if you if you do a wrong dodge at the start of a combo string like you'll just get stun locked to death it's just over it's just fucking over for you and yeah there's a couple brutal ones yeah and 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 i'm at that point i'm just like i'm like i've done this 500 there, times I'll, i will say i will say there are some in some of those situations you can get out but it's you got to be real fucking qu- like the, the, there ain't no input buffering so you got to be real quick with your rolls no there's like, input buffering ba- Oh, yeah, okay, a little bit. But you have to basically, like, what I like to do is if I get, like, caught in a combo like that and my guy's on the ground and I see the swing and it's like, oh, fuck, I just gotta do it. I'm just, like, fucking mash and roll trying to hit it. Oh, that's how, that's how you get possible. fucking killed. That's exactly how you get fucking killed because they, they know you're gonna do that. Like, at exactly. this point, at this point, every every enemy is, like, it's like Taco Bell where it's just the same five ingredients remixed a bunch of different times. And I know you like Taco Bell. Many of us like Taco Bell. I don't like Taco Bell that much. It's not my thing. But, but like, either way, like, I come into a boss and I'm like, all right, three to five hit combo with a delayed fourth uh, and a fast fifth. There's going to be a, a gap closing attack of some kind. It's either going to be a jump attack or a lunge, um, AOE shockwave attack. Uh, it's just it's like all the same. The difference is that the timing is, is ridiculous on each one. And so I'm kind of like, like, that's kind of where I'm like, eh, fuck. Again, I gotta go into this fight and learn this shit again. Like, uh, uh, it's fuck. I don't and then think the, it's that like. Cra- I gotta be honest though. Like, it's not I, that, I crazy. that crazy. It's just even I'm like, on my first playthrough, I was I was able to like handle some bosses on like my first go. At I I've been able to handle most bosses on my first go, especially with in good like good damage output and just good instincts. And most bosses that kill me a lot of the time, I it doesn't even take an hour. It doesn't even take an hour to get past them. Yeah. Oh no, I haven't. I I haven't struggled with any boss so far for more than more more than Margaret was the most at like forty five minutes. My first time. Now it's not a problem anymore. Well, I think I mentioned Margaret took me two hours because I was determined to use him to train me in parrying, and I just at that oh, point I just realized mistake. it was a yeah what it was a just a bad mistake. idea. But but I, I think I just I think I'm just kind of like over it. You know, I just I've done I've done it enough. I've done it enough that like. I like all the surprising, interesting bosses. Like, I fought the fucking Knight Rider or whatever his name is that just only oh, shows Knight, up. Knight Rider's Cavalry. Yeah, that just only shows up at night in front of Morn Castle. Just There's a co- couple of them, actually. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like the Henox or the Lionel, just like a couple different one- versions of them sprinkled across the map. Yeah, and there's a couple other bosses like that, too, like Deathbird uh, is one of those nighttime bosses. I finally found a Deathbird a couple days ago and then there's also like the dragons and shit and they're really they're fun yeah i fought the dragon um at the lake just like the the lake nearby the first step just all that shit yeah and and let me ask you this are are you upgrading your weapons that shit's important oh no that shit's more important than absolutely upgrade my weapons like getting even getting carry a night sword to four is just it's it's already such a oh it's such a huge boon and like getting my uh my queen staff up there too like oh my god I'm I'm in it to win it, baby. So yeah, I'm definitely I'm seeing I'm seeing the hype. I'm getting I'm getting the hype. I just think that like I just think I'm kind of done with like the Dark Souls enemy design and the FromSoft enemy design. I'm kind of like yeah, I've done this enough. I've done this enough. So like I can't say I'm having like a lot of fun, but it it's compelling. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I get that. I feel like I think I think there's a lot of people playing this game who feel kind of similarly to you in that sense. Yeah. In the sense where it's like 
Am I having fun? I don't really know, but it is like a compellingly good time. Yeah, I mean, it, it does and feel going like through it anyways. It's not like that, like relaxed, compelling a Breath of the Wild where it's just like an addiction where where I just know, okay, if I keep doing this, I'm going to discover something interesting, something new, something cool. Like the reason that this game is compelling is that there's the survival element to it. It, it is very long form, too. I mean, it, it reminds me of Death Stranding in that way, where, where it is just this, like, long form sustained challenge of, like, this game kind of breaks up that challenge to be, like, I would say minute to minute. Like, you get into interesting encounters every minute, two minutes, you know, three minutes at, yeah, at max. Um, Death Stranding, it's, like, second to second. Like, every, every second that you are holding forward on the control stick, your brain is like, all right, I gotta stay the fuck up. I gotta stay the fuck awake for this one. So, so it is really compelling in that way. I, I would say that, yeah, it's, it's, it, this is, this is, um, I, 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 clown shoes on, good open world game. I should have just fucking said, Sam, buddy, I can't find anything good. The fuck is going on in this game? And Sam could have been like, hey, man, if only someone would make a video about how to be OP in this game, for example. If only someone would make such oh, content. Dude. Oh, dude. Miles, My let me just say this, dude. Let me just say this. When it comes out and you see this shit, you will be like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this monstrosity of, of, a, of a build you accomplished? I'm, I'm already seeing a couple. I'm already seeing a couple of fucked up builds. Like, some pretty fucking good, good builds. Like, online yeah, and I've shit. I've been getting recommended some good videos. I saw some guy use uh, Tree Sentinel's Shield, which has the magic reflection. And he used a spell, a spell or source or incantation something that set him on fire. And then he was able to use the the special of the shield to reflect the fire off him and basically deal like a projectile magic damage with zero fp that's insane and, like very little stamina it's like so fucking cool like that's what i really love about this game and the freedom to go everywhere just means that you have such such a great opportunity to just like get your shit going and then actually play the game with it and like kick ass and like that that's the big difference is that yeah you get to play the game with it where in like Dark Souls three, you do a you do basically you do a playthrough to get the stuff. You do the you finish the half game with the playthrough, and then you do New Game Plus, and then you blast through it with your shit on New Game Plus. But you have to do this whole prior playthrough. It's still fucking fun because it's Dark Souls three, baby. But it, it's it's still it's like not it's not as like I, I'm not I'm more way more right now. I'm way more invigorated to play do multiple builds in in Elden Ring because there's some fucking good ass weapons. Miles, if you're using intelligence right now, if you're leveling it up, you should get the Moon Veil Katana. Oh, I probably it will. Is if wherever the busted. fuck that is, I'll try and find it. Don't tell me. It's in one of the, okay. It's in it's in one of the dungeons. Uh, it's it's in like Lernic. I'm I'm assuming it's, it's in Lu Raya Lu Lucario. <laughs> I keep wanting to call it Luna Nova Academy, like like Little Witch Academia. Oh my fucking god, yeah, dude. Every Raya every Lucaria. fantasy. Every fantasy like story, I just want to call everything the location of something else. Like like instead of Lierna of the Lakes, I kept wanting to call it Lackmere Lake from from uh, a, a series of unfortunate events. What the fuck, dude? What the fuck? Just whenever it's I so hear funny. a fantasy name, I just my brain swaps it out with something else. <laughs> yeah. 
I just, I don't know. I'm so fucking into this fucking world, dude. I'm so, the lands between is such my fucking gym. Dude, there's big tree fucking everywhere. Dude. There is anywhere a really big look, tree. There's big tree. And oh my God, let me just say this, Miles. As the game progresses, you get closer and closer to that, the, you know, the big boy, the major erd tree, the, the erd tree. And oh, dude, you get so fucking close to it. I'm just like, oh my god, it takes up like the whole fucking street. Like it becomes the skybox on one side of the map. It is insane. It's so fucking sick. I love this game, dude. I I love it. I'm obsessed. I'm I'm gonna keep going because I I am enjoying it. I'm definitely enjoying it. But I think I think you might be right about about me by the end of it being like that was good, good game, and then. And then I'm gonna come on here next week. Sam, did you play Stranger Paradise? Oh, dude, I oh I cannot wait. I can't. I wait I'm that is that is the game. Like I mean, we don't have any guarantee that Breath of the Wild Two is coming out this year. Like it's not happening. I'm, yeah. I'll put my I'm putting you're putting I'm the putting chips my, down. I'm putting my chips down. I'm going all in. Actually, I'm putting my chips down all in. On Breath of the Wild Two is not happening this year. If Breath of the Wild Two does not happen this year, that actually saves me a gigantic fucking headache because I I don't think I want to deal with like the yet another like which one's the best open world of the year discourse like we had with like phantom pain the witcher 3 and and there was another one that year that fallout 4 fallout 4 thank you so much where everyone was like what's the best open world of the year well on the one hand witcher 3 has such a good story but the gameplay of the phantom pain and then no one had any real arguments for fallout 4 other than but no, it's fallout. fallout 4 is not that good yeah, yeah. But people were like, but Fallout, it plays like New Vegas, which I like. I just, I can't do it again with that year where everyone was just like, like, but which one's the best? I'm like, they're three different games. They don't even, there's nothing similar about any of them. Yeah, a part of me is like, it, it's kind of an interesting discussion in because they're so different, but not, but like from a, it's more, I like it more from like an analytical, like, here's three different takes on like an open world and here's what each game succeeds and fails at. And then you walk away. It's just the fact that like, it is such an interesting discussion, but like, I don't even, I didn't even play the Witcher three and I know it's the Witcher three, like, like done, done and done. Uh, yeah. When it comes to like open the open world, I just, yeah, I think, cause I think Witcher three just, first of all, just clowns on fallout four. Just oh yeah. Comp- I'm sure. abs- a compl- I played both for the same about the same amount of hours maybe a little more fallout 4 which are three fucking clowns on that game and then phantom pain's fucking great i think phantom pain has gameplay that surpasses the the actual gameplay of the the combat mechanical gameplay of the witcher 3 however this was the discussion of best open world game. yeah and that and and that's where and that's where you can't have that. that and that's where the phantom pain is not allowed to win it just isn't allowed to win in that discussion. That's where the fan of pain gets fucking gunned down by a fucking Huey in the news or whatever. Huey uh, Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> Huey in the news. You know you know what I've been reading this week, Miles? What? Tokyo Ghoul. Ooh. I'm 56 chapters in a Tokyo Ghoul. Now the reason why I was interested in checking out Tokyo Ghoul. Was because um, I was going to start Gantz Part 2, and I still, for the record, still am interested in reading it. However, the manga app in which how that houses where I would read Gantz Part 2 is just, let me, I, I don't know, it's just fucked up. The translation's just fucked up. Like, pages are missing, 
all this shit. And I'm like, I'm not doing games dirty like this. Absolutely fucking not. So I'll find another way to to consume Gantz. Well, maybe I'll just have to read it on my tablet or whatever. But I wanted to read something like Dark and Edgy. And I'm caught up on Chojin X, which is the author of Tokyo Ghoul. His name is uh, Sui uh, Ishida. And I read Chojin X and my sort of how I operate with manga is I catch up and then to find out when new chapters release, I go to the subreddit and follow it. And the thing with, do you know anything about Chojin X, Miles? No. Okay, it's basically, it's basically like a society of superhumans. It's not like superheroes, supervillain shit like My Hero. It's they're just like, like mutants. Yeah, kind X Men mutants. But like the the Cho- yeah, and basically Chojin just means like superhuman, basically. But the, but the Chojins come in different forms, and what I like about it is that the forms are fucking cracked. So the main character, uh, his Chojin form is a vulture. And that's like fucking cool as fuck. And he can like talk to birds and he's he's a fucking creepy ass fucking vulture. It's dope as fuck. And one of the villains that they fight and then one of and then is uh his like f- the female sort of protagonist who's like this spunky little like Osaka girl who is like so awesome. Uh her name's uh like uh Ella, I think. It's uh she has smoke powers. Um, and fucking shoots smoke out of her, like, feet and hands and shit. But then they fight a guy who's called the Sinker Chojin, and because he was a baseball player and he would fucking throw sinkers, so anything he tosses just makes this massive crater in the ground. So you not only have this, like, you know, beast powers, thing power, you also have, like, this wacky shit. Yeah, if I throw this thing, it makes this huge-ass fucking sinkhole in the ground because he's the sinker chojin so it's just really cool fucking story and i got all caught up on it but what's interesting about it is that it's a story that uh ishida's writing all by himself he's drawing all by himself there's no assistance and uh weekly shonen jump just post updates whenever they come out in it's like 50 to 70 chapter pages per chapter and it's kind of just like a, a a free ticket series and I and I went on the subreddit and was kind of reading about like what's up with the release schedule. Why is it so wacky? And they're like, yeah, basically after Tokyo Ghoul, they let him do whatever he wanted. And everyone was like responding to that and were like, yeah, if I if I if I had Tokyo Ghoul, I'd let him do that shit too. So I'm like thinking to myself, how good is fucking Tokyo Ghoul? If if sh- dude. Like, Weekly Shonen Jump, look how fucking One Piece or all these really, really fucking popular um, manga are operating and coming out on a weekly basis or, like, three weeks off, three weeks off, like One Piece is. And then what? how good is Tokyo Ghoul that they, and it's only 143 chapters. What happened? How good is it? So I'm 56 chapters in over the course of, like, four days. Miles, it's that fucking good, dude. It's kind of that fucking good. I guess I gotta check. It it. I mean, it's a legendary Seinen like series. I I gotta check it out. I guess, dude. It's it's fucking baller. It by the way, I, I think it might have my favorite. Like, do you like do you like stories with characters that have like strong like mo- like strong like moral ethics that they have to toil with? Is oh, that yeah, like some of course. shit you're into? Yeah, I'm into that, dude. Shit. 
this has like the best shit ever because it's the it's like the ultimate ethics quite it basically the whole story the basically the setup is that in this world in Tokyo humans are no longer the apex predators that is the ghouls ghouls survive and the sustenance is humans anything else they eat is rejected by their bodies they must consume human beings to survive in the same way that humans hunt deer and other and rabbits and other shit and cows and all this shit to eat and cook for our sustenance so we can survive the ghouls are like they look like normal people living among us which they say by the way among us like five times throughout the 56 chapters i've read i've been counting um i'm mr imposter i'm mr ghoul ghoul (laughs) so you get so basically these yeah so basically so there's this whole like underground ghoul society and there are some ghouls that try to be peaceful about their 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 how they go about like getting their food so some people like try to find already dead bodies there's like suicide bodies or whatever and like eat those so they don't like kill anybody uh some just don't they just eat people and kill people and don't give a shit and some people are like some of the ghouls are like fucking crazy and they just eat a ton of people and they're called like gourmet go excuse me um which is fucking wild. That's probably and supposed to be gourmet. Gourmet. I'm sorry I fucked up the 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 word. But it's basically like yeah, it's like fuck, dude. Like these fucking it's like you got this this society that has to eat the humans otherwise they go crazy and die. Like and they are but they have like feelings and they have brain power but they gotta eat the humans and that's not like okay you know like you know on one hand it's like they gotta do it but on the other hand it's not like we can you can kill the fucking you just kill people so it basically has this sort of ab story where you follow this one guy who basically you follow the main character ken kaneki who gets who basically through through you know shit happening he gets the in innards uh he gets like a kidney transplant of a ghoul um and ends up getting ghoul powers and being kind of subjected to their society and sort of a half human half ghoul what are you type of hybrid thing and and that's where he learns about all this shit but then there's this other side where it follows like this super strong justice focused investigator who they go out and they fucking kill the ghouls. And basically in another fucking manga, we'd follow these guys and they'd be the fucking heroes of the story, but they're sort of positioned as, the, as these like antagon and sort of antagonistic, but they're not really antagonistic because from their point of view, these evil ghouls just eat humans. <laughs> like, and that has to stop and they must be eradicated at all costs because people die because they get eaten. So it's like you read it and it's just the most compelling shit ever. And it has some of the most like emotional paneling fucking ever. Like obviously like that panel of of uh, one of those bitches crying, you know that fucking meme where she's like stop saying pog champ as we're like fucking, you know that fucking that meme. Like obviously there's shit like that, but a lot of those panels have a lot of fucking like like great emotional resonance and power 
when you fucking read them. So he's just a fucking great artist. It's a fucking great manga. Y'all should read it. Don't watch the anime. Apparently it's not good. Yeah, doesn't that always happen? Doesn't that shit always happen? With the, I, you know, I think it's tough. I think because you mentioned something that I thought was interesting because he called Tokyo Ghoul a seinen manga, which is funny because it ran in Shonen Jump. But it but is a lot, very a lot of Shonen adult. Jump like works run it like a lot of seinens did run in in Shonen Jump though. Like fucking Chainsaw Man's a seinen dude. <laughs> yeah, kinda right. And JoJo was a fucking seinen. Like like after Part Four, JoJo was was. Giga Sanin. People were saying fuck all the time, and, and, and Mista's getting blowjobs, and, and <laughs> the first yeah, fucking that's... page one of of Stone Ocean, Jolene fucking jerks off in front of Tom Cruise. <laughs> but I think the uh, I just think it's it's hard for some scene in manga to just like fucking get like a decent adaptation because you know think of Berserk, which has its own problem, which has its own issues in and to- and, and, like in regards of like adapting the art in an in an authentic good way, while also being able to like have a reasonable budget, you know. Like- yeah, I I know that people pointed to Vinland Saga uh, as an example of how you can do like efficient but still within the style of the series art but you know you had berserk 97 berserk 97 being just a dramatically simplified version of the the art style just to yeah. just Although to get the I, content I, on tv i think it exactly. looks good i don't i don't have I a problem actually with like a, i adore it it's not again it's a different it's like a, a different style but I, I just, I think it's beautiful. Ninety-seven berserk. It looks so amazing. Well, I'm always, I'm always kind of surprised. Like this is something I noticed with like Nozaki Kun, uh, where, where like Dogakobo has these just artists. It just has these artists who like become like the main character designers who do the ref sheets, and then the manga's art style is just not adhered to at all. Like the four coma. Uh, Yuri Yuri and Nozaki Kun and and Gabriel Dropout and there was one other Dogakobo oh Umaru yeah I've seen Umaru as well and just none of them look like the manga because because they just have like these guys on staff that just redraw the characters and they just do it in their hand style that that the company's used to like Nozaki Kun looks the most like the four coma and then it doesn't at all that fucking just snapped me fucking back to the 2015-2016 era of what I will refer to as dorm anime. When I was my freshman year of college in the dorms, and I was a lonely, depressed loser with literally no friends. And you just watched all I did dorm was trash. watch... Gar- Dude, I, wa- I watched... Eddie, I watched my favorite anime in Samurai Champloo. I watched... Good, like decent 12 episode shits like uh school live or school live or whatever um the one the one that starts as like the it's about the pink haired bitch who's it thinks that everything's like fine when in reality they the school's under a, a fucking a zombie apocalypse attack um it's like a 12 episode it's okay it's all right um that that's a lot of there's a lot of anime that i watched in my own dorm phase that were like six out of tens and i would watch them because of a screenshot like i would see some screenshot and just become like obsessed with the screenshot what I, what what else did you watch i'm th- i'm really curious i watched umaru-chan i went out of my way to watch umaru-chan because of the screenshot of her drinking a giant bottle of cola <laughs> that said and then i drink the cola 
And I just remember thinking that shit was so funny for no reason. And then I watched Umarachan, and it was fine. It was pleasant. I didn't hate it. Um, I watched Is the Order a Rabbit? Because it had a bunch oh of Metal God. Gear Solid references. Yeah. I watched that right. one. Um, and then, you know, Gabriel Dropout, I watched for Satania. That was in January of 2017, I think. I remember watching Dragon Maid. I, I watched Dragon Maid because of the screenshot of Kobayashi lifting Toru's dress to look at her tail. And I was like, dude, this looks this looks smutty as fuck. I got to watch this. And then it turns out that it was it was wholesome. The, and, and I watched that not in the dorm era of my life. This is just like a general like me explaining why I watched these things like from screenshots. Like I would see a screenshot and I would have to watch the show. Yeah, and then and then I watched the twelve episode anime went on my on my way out of the dorms into my te- temporary stay with a bunch of fucking stoners. I was not a stoner at the time, so it was very funny. And for three months in 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 a fucking apartment building where I watched Orange, and let me tell you, Miles, Orange is an important piece of media in my life. You know why? Because you made you realize that things suck shit sometimes. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Things. Anime can be trash. Like, that's kind of, like, actual, like, shitty, not good, bad shit. That show basically was about this, like, fucking group of dumbass fucking friends. Uh, And it's one of those, like, old school, like, early early to late 2000s, early 2010s, like, has, like, elements of romance where, like, the fucking shit just does... It has elements of romance that just doesn't go anywhere and nothing happens. Which, by the way, I cannot stomach in my fucking story anymore. Um, If if a romance goes nowhere? Yeah, like, like, I gotta be honest, like, like, I'm gonna get heat for this, but, like, this is kind of why I don't like fucking Toradora. Is because they literally don't, like, don't fucking hook up until, like, the very fucking actual end-to-end of the show. And it's like, I wanted to see the relationship. That shit's interesting. Like... I I heard, and I and I would have to read the manga to confirm. Oh, Uzaki Chan. No, I I didn't watch that over a screenshot, did I? No, I did not watch it. It was because Naomi Ozora was in it. Um, same reason I I played sock. I I bought Sakuna of Rice and Ruin on sale. Um, but uh, apparently in Uzaki Chan they get together, and it's like still ongoing. So nice, good. See that stuff's good. Yeah, like that that's that stuff. Good. I, I remember the- reading the 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 because I was really into Watamote as well. Like everyone was in 2015 or in 2011. Oh. I was 15 years old and I read the previous work by that same artist. It was called Choku. And I don't remember a single fucking thing about it. Like it's just one. Of, it's one of the most like first outing works I've ever seen in my life <laughs> where they just did it to do it. And God. and uh, they get together at the end. I remember this, and I remember thinking, "Okay, I don't remember any. I don't remember any of it." I, I've read a lot of just like weird shit. I've also just seen a lot of like, like just bullshit. You know, I haven't seen a lot of classics and greats. Like, I only just saw Gurren Lagann in like 2020. How'd you feel about Gurren Lagann? Oh, I like it a lot. I think Gurren Lagann rules. I think it's pretty good, too. I'm not like, crazy about it as everyone else, but I think it's pretty good. Well, everyone's crazy about it because it was really formative, but I, I think I think it's a great series. I'd give it, like, an 8. I think it's pretty fair that's to high, say. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. how I feel. Yeah, it's pretty pretty fucking good. The The problem with Gurren Lagann, besides the fact that, Although, like... Although, I'll be honest, it's in, for me, I, I, I would give it what I would call an unenthusiastic 8. 
Like, yeah. I think it's great, but I'm not that excited about it. Like, I, I have a couple of those as well. I have a couple of unenthusiastic aids. But the, the, the thing about Gurren Lagan, besides the fact that Imaishi just, like, doesn't know how to do the lead-up to a finale. Like, Imaishi has the idea of a finale in mind, but he has four episodes that he's just got to fill with stuff. So... Like, Buta becoming a Sonic OC out of nowhere. Like, like, do you remember that shit that goes nowhere? It happens for a second. Uh, no. Yeah, exactly. I, I only remember the fucking ending in, like, a couple of scenes. Like, I remember that big-ass aircraft carrier they get after, uh, fucking Kamina dies. Uh, remember that big-ass fucking yeah, the, ship the boat. they get? The giant yeah, that's boat. just baller. Yeah. That bolt, bolt's baller. I fucking love that thing. Yeah, that one's really cool. Uh, but the the other problem is that the best way to experience the series is watch season one, watch season two episodes. No, wait, watch the watch season one, watch the first ten minutes of the film Die or Die Lagan. Watch episodes two through six of season two. Watch the movie, the rest of the movie, after they go to space. That's the optimal viewing experience of Gurren Lagann. Because, yes, you get the cool mech fight that lasts, like, eight minutes if you watch the televised version. But you don't get the best fist fight ever drawn by pencils. <laughs> just the, the, the fucking slugfest where Simon just punches fucking dicks off these guys you just don't get that dude we don't get enough fist fights like in oh anime my God, anymore we're fucking back to this shit huh no but i'm serious like we just like everything's gotta end with like a sword you know <laughs> like I, I don't give a shit about swords dude swords are in right now miles fists are fucking out dude. okay well you know what if fists are out i don't want to be in okay i'm out I'm out like Shark Tank. I'm I'm fist fist for life. Retweet this if you're a fister. If you're a real real fist. If you fist your girl every day, smash retweet. Dude, I I I the only reason I go to Twitter anymore because I don't even follow any. The only reason I go to Twitter is to look at the trending page and to yeah. see what two things that should not be trending are trending. What'd you see this week? So people are really into Nazis as always. So Nazis trending like every day, right? Like, dude, like, dude. Okay, well, I never ever see Nazis trending. I, all my shit's all like gaming slash like somewhat like like nerd like entertainment. Yeah, because nerd because you have a adjacent. curated timeline. Like I follow very somewhat. few people, right? So. I mostly follow. So you're just getting the bullshit. You're just getting the the real bullshit. Yeah. So so and as long as I don't retweet any of the illustrators, I just get like political bullshit. But like I remember Nazis was trending, and I was like, why? And I clicked, and it's like fans of Attack on Titan are having a heated discussion about whether or not Aaron is like Hitler. Oh my god. Oh my fucking god. And and my, and it, it started because this one guy was like, guys, just like Hitler. Aaron was doing what he thought was right. And everyone's like, did you read the manga? Like, he hates himself. He actually it's... hates the person that he is. Did you read the manga? Dude, this is... I hate... Dude, 
I actually let me first of all. I, there's oh, there's a couple things I, you you've touched on that I wanted. I've been wanting to discuss with you. Let's talk about this. I have officially, and I I might have mentioned this before, but I'll say it again because it's worth it. I've officially, as much as I love clowning on people and idiots on Twitter, I've moved on. I have a new enemy, Miles. I in my rogues gallery. Which is the fucking Reddit commenters on r slash manga. Yes. You know, these fucking hoes. I yeah, talked about people, The people who are like, just, who are like, what a filler chapter. This is bullshit. A, 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 exactly. Those people. But beyond those people, just, just anime Redditors in general. Specifically, capital A-N-I-M-E, anime people. Anime I only. Hate, like, let me, anime only fucking blow. Like, I can't believe I ever used to be one of these fucking fools. The, the, these foolhardy zealots, dude. These anime only fuckers. Because I can't, because I can't go anywhere now. When I catch up on this manga, when I caught up, let me give you a great example. Like, when I caught up on, uh, Sona Doll or My Dress Up Darling, I wanted to go and nobody's talking about the fucking manga. Like, yeah, because the, the subreddit's the, only for the anime. It's just all these anime onlys. Yeah, it used to be for the manga. And granted, the the ch- I still get the chapter discussions there. But outside of the actual chapter threads that I can read people's comments on what they thought or whatever, it's all fucking anime people. And I have to fucking tiptoe around them talking about the goddamn newest chapter. What's well, it's not just anime onlys, it's anime onlys who want no engagement with the manga, and so most of what they post is fan art and tweets. And and they won't even like once the anime ends, it ceases to be in their minds, and they'll follow the Reddit for art. But they will never be like, yeah, I'll check out the fucking manga. I'll I'll t- I'll take a take a crack at this. Like, here's the thing. I did not immediately go and read the fucking Uzaki-chan manga because the season two got announced like day after it fucking finished. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll fuck yeah, I'll wait for that because I wasn't like enamored with it. I could fucking wait. Right. But like if I if I if I went to the fucking subreddit. Oh, and also I don't use Reddit because I, I I'm not a troglodyte. I'm not too stoned in Nintendo. So. <laughs> So Damn, like, you had to dox me. You had to dox me. You like doxed that. yourself. You doxed yourself ages ago. <laughs> Shout out American Hi-Fi. Anyways, please continue. Yeah, like like if I went to the fucking Uzaki like you know subreddit and I was like, when's the next anime? Are they bringing the anime back? When's it coming back? Like, like it's, I would just, I would want to be shot. I would, it would be a personal request of mine that if I became this individual, that I be shot. It's just like, because let me say this: I, my mind really wasn't open. Like my, the, my reading My Hero Academia was the shit that turned me from manga's pretty cool. Like, oh, this shit's just better, huh? Like, manga is just better because anime can just fuck it up. Yeah, and not even to say that, like, and, and for the record, this isn't even to say that I think, like, the My Hero Manga oh, anime is particularly bad, but just the the level of enjoyment and, like, the level of quality I thought the story was was so much higher in the manga. And I just thought the storytelling and the pacing of the manga was just much superior to that of the anime. Because the anime, in order to be itself, has to include all this extra shit about the huge cast of side characters and fluff it up to make 24 episodes, you know? I'm sorry, 12 ep- 24 episodes at 24 minutes apiece or whatever. And, and it's so, and in that way it becomes like this weird like kids show. Like and not that that's bad of course, but but like as far as I understand the my hero 
it's a very traditional shonen where like Japan yeah. has kid shows. Japan has what our equivalent of like Nickelodeon shows is, you know, you know, they, yeah. they have um, shit like Crayon Shinchan, which is just episodic and, and goofy or like even something like um, Inazuma 11 is very like low stakes and, and fun. And yeah, wacky. I'll say this. For, I'll say this for the record. Like I, I, my personal opinion I probably wouldn't let anyone under like ten or eleven interface with My Hero Academia just because the level of fucking gore and violence is pretty pretty extreme. Sure, times. sure. I, to be fair, I was watching Dragon Ball Z when I was seven. I think the kids can handle it. Probably. Did I? I watched fucking Goku get fucking gored in episode one of Dragon Ball Z, or probably episode two when Piccolo fires a fucking beam through oh, his damn, fucking. Oh damn! You saw gut. that episode? Oh no, dude! Not only did I ever tell you the story, I think I did. I think I even no. mentioned it on the podcast, but I told the story Man. of when I was watching the Future Trunks movie and Gohan gets his arm ripped off by Android eighteen, and I and I told my second grade teacher about it in class. <sighs> Fuck, I don't remember this. So what the fuck did your second grade teacher have to say about that? She was like, do your parents know that you watch it? I was like, yeah, they watch it with me. Which it was the responsible thing to do. My parents were great. They still are. They're not dead. Like, I'm not gonna... <laughs> My parents were great. This sounds so terrible. Dude, I was just thinking about, like, garbage. Like, the amount of, like trash that just gets on like american tv especially nickelodeon i think nickelodeon's accepted more objectively bad ideas than any other network i can think of like fucking breadwinners do you remember breadwinners oh my god that's the one with the fucking the, the two ducks right and it just yeah. has this heinous art style yeah just oh. and, and their their names were like goober and sway sway just like this like just just you know that the shit that they made up in like eight minutes that is just like the most terrible fucking premise you've ever heard of D dude let's keep it real for a second i don't think nickelodeon has had like a gr a truly great cartoon since like fucking avatar and spongebob i would say avatar the last airbender because i wouldn't even call cora like a great cartoon i think cora is like pretty universally considered to be mid yeah that's what i hear i i know people who fucking like who stand cora so hard and i know people who the opposite opposite stand cora so hard like gnats <laughs> they gnats it they dance it, dude. They da they dance it. Um, God, that's fucking that's fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna use it for like at least two more episodes exactly. to try and force the bit. Yeah, yeah. They fucking they they goddamn uh, they dance it they, hard. Yeah, they dance fucking Cora, dude. Uh, and, and, so I've heard I've heard like a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. I just am like, I don't fucking care. I don't care. I do want to watch Avatar eventually. I I'm surprised you like, haven't seen it. I've seen for the first 10 episodes and the finale and thought it was all overall like... Yeah, I mean, I, here's the thing. I love Avatar. I just hate Avatar. Fans. You hate Avatar, but it's become culturally... I, I hate what Avatar is and, and, and what it represents to a bunch of fragile adults. But Miles, there is something. I think there is a, a a piece here of the reason why Avatar is so beloved is because Avatar is so good 
compared to everything else in the fucking network. Like, like that's kind of the feeling I get sometimes. It's twofold. It's twofold. Okay. Because Avatar is on par with, like, Cartoon Network shows. Like, you know, like, the great Cartoon Network shows like Ben 10 and Teen Titans uh, the Clone Wars, like, like Cartoon Fuck Network yeah. had some serious heat. I mean, if you, Code Lyoko even has, like, a, a huge kind of fandom of people who think it's, like, one of the greats of the 2000s. It's not. not. <laughs> it's not. Unfortunately. When I think about that song, I immediately want to start singing Tunnel Rhino as well. <laughs> <laughs> two most repetitive songs of all time just so just so funny to me but like the other thing about avatar is it's the only show to not be canceled for problematic elements because <laughs> harry potter's canceled on account of jk rowling voltron's canceled on account of i don't even know steven universe is canceled on account of i guess the finale or something? Wait, no. Steven Universe isn't canceled. Steven Universe is extremely controversial, though. I mean, here's the deal. I think Steven, Steven Universe is controversial for, like, I feel like via bad faith actors. Like, I don't think there's anything, like, that heinous to be upset about. about Steven Pe- people Universe. people hate the finale and, I guess, the, the space Nazis or whatever. I don't know. I don't give a shit. I... I, I, here's the pro, here's, uh, here's the rub with the finale. We're going back to some episode two content, by the way, of Crack House, all the way, all the way back. The problem with the finale is that Steven Universe built its whole fucking brain and brand off of really, really working shit out with its characters. So, like, Paradot gets a great fucking arc in the second and third seasons, and Amethyst gets a great arc in, like, the back half of the third season. But, it's looking like, but realities of, and I'm sure you understand this to a degree, Miles. The realities of TV production, oh yeah, start to get a, set in around the fifth season. You gotta, and you gotta end the show, Rebecca, or you gotta Rebecca you gotta Sugar get... and the rest of the crew. Yeah, you're right. They had a choice to make. We could either try to give the show a good send off, or we could risk cancellation and not finishing it. And they chose the former. And me personally, I'm not going to criticize them for it. But if people have problems with how the ending play out, I like I can't, it's one of these things where it's like I can't disagree with the problems that you have. But I just understand the realities of the situation and for what it is and for what it's worth. I'm like pretty happy with it. It's basically just tries to shove in as much shit that like should have gotten fleshed out in over the course of multiple episodes, like an arc with Pearl, an arc with Garnet, and Steven's relationships like growing stronger so they fuse. When where instead it's all fucking packed in the last episode and like a, a cup like White Diamond is kinda like snapped, turned from super big bad the big bad of the entire series to like, oh friendly in like the course of the forty five minute piece. So like that that shit's not great. But the overall story, I think, is really excellent. And it does a storytelling technique that I think I'm a really big fan of. That I want, I'm want. i curious how you feel about it. Of the the episodic show that does have like an, this undergoing narrative. And that does, as, go, as it goes on, incorporate more and more like linear narrative elements. I see you kind of like smirking. Do you have a problem with this? <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about the Code Lyoko song. 
I was just thinking. <laughs> it's just so funny. Anyways, continue. I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to smirk. No, no, that I no that that's that that was it. Like, how do you feel about like? I wasn't paying attention. I was too busy thinking about the song. <laughs> Can you repeat that? So it, basically, it shows like Steven Universe regular show also does this. I, I'm pretty sure Adventure Time also does this to an extent where there it's like it, it the fundamental series is like episodic. And it starts as rel- relatively episodic, and the episodic nature of it lets you get in on the world building. And then as it goes on more and more, we transition more towards like a, a linear story, or the the let's just say the narrative ties become more and more relevant as focuses in episodes. If oh, I hate that sense. shit. I hate it. Why do you not? Why do you not like it? Uh, I think it's just the execution is generally done bad in most situations like my familiarity of it is with adventure time where adventure time is the cheapest most manipulative way you could do it where it's just like one episode they'll drop a huge bomb on you and then the next episode it's back to funny wacky adventures and you gotta wait however long until they decide to address it again so what they do is they is they drop it all the nerd websites write about it like the sad, you know, the saddest episode of Adventure Time so far. You get your video essayist, come in and analyze it, uh, and then the rest of your fucking season is shit. And then and then 20 episodes later, someone does a callback to the big sad episode that you watched a billion years ago. And and they're like, oh, it's coming back. The story's coming back. And and it, they they string you along. I mean, it's like Lost. It's generally it's genuinely just like Lost. Every fucking cartoon is one of two things. And I've said the first one, Jurassic Park, stretched out to three seasons, or the second one is Lost. Season one being just kind of this cool mystery series of events, but also episodic with focusing on different passengers. And then everything else is just lures, lore, lore. So much fucking lore, you can't believe it. Oh my god, we're going into the past with this guy's dad. We're gonna learn about this guy's dad just dude this like, is literally uh th- this is fucking uh uh orange is the new black right here is is literally every episode's like it's it's about like focuses on like a sub inmate or whatever and their whole backstory and shit while we you know follow you know whatever the fuck piper's up to but then it gets to the point in season two where the whole villain the whole villain of season two v is completely unrelated to piper and her whole story like, the actual antagonist is, for the side characters, the fucking fight. Has nothing to do, has nothing to do with the main character. It's kind of interesting, but also fucking crazy. It's like, it's like, it, it's like if, if Zapelli just went to fight Dio and Jonathan stayed home, you know? Focused on marrying Arena and, and we just followed Zapelli. For, a, for yeah. the rest of the show. That's basically kind of how, how it goes. Yeah, kind of how it went. And I ended up just falling off at about the midway of season three. I was just like, I can't do that. I, as much as I like jail, I'm, I'm done. Or prison, I'm just not up for this. Yeah, I was about to say, I thought you didn't like jail. J- yeah, jail I- is only good in JRPGs. The J in JRPGs stands for jail. It's for jail. Yeah, my thing with j- the thing with fucking jail. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of prison content lately. Um, I'm gonna get recommended that shit. So I- I've been just it's just been on the brain a lot recently. Oh, dude, oh. I once you're done, the 
So you just unlock something in my brain that I got to tell No, you go go off. I wasn't going to say anything particularly interesting. What I have been recommended, Sam, is just a bunch of western cartoon like analysis content. And I've talked about oh. it before. I've oh, talked yeah, about we, it before. Oh yeah, yeah, we've we've talked about Jordan Fringe and those those Yeah, people. and just yeah, the the factory, the fucking factory where they all just sit down and say the same shit with the same rant sona and the same yeah, so, like art so- style. But like, so what 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 videos have you getting recommended? I might have so, gotten recommended. So obviously the Rick and Morty one. Everyone's been recommended the Rick and Morty one. The, the terrible decline of Rick and Morty or whatever. It's oh called. yeah, yeah, I got yeah. recommended that. Ed- not, edited by that. not pyrocynical, like same fucking sense of humor where it's just a bunch of MGR memes through the whole thing. Which brings us back to when you were talking about feeling old, like this, like clearly like 17, 18 year old who like is just nonstop talking about his depression, like, as a joke. Like, just one of the most infuriating senses of humor I've ever seen. Where he's like, before my descent back into self-destructiveness, I'm like, just kill yourself or not, dude. Like, just don't even make jokes about it. One or the other, man. One or the other. Like, at at this point, like, if someone is going to, like, use their their poor mental health as, like, a joke, I, I just, just check yourself in. Just fucking check yourself in. Get the help you need and then buy a joke book. Maybe then you'll actually be funny. Fuck you. Like, I'm sorry, your mental health isn't funny. There's nothing funny about the fact that you're having breakdowns every other fucking day. I, I, I just stop. I hate li- I hate you and I hate listening to you. You're ruining my viewing experience by referencing your poor mental health when I'm just sitting here thinking how easy it is. It's so fucking easy to just go check yourself into a hospital. You're British, man. They got free healthcare over there. You can do it. Anyways, that that just bugged me. That just bugged me. Also, the, the fact that his entire sense of humor is literally just shit MGR memes. Also, also this video has been made like five fucking times already. Yeah. That's why I didn't watch it because I already watched the M. Lemon video, which covers this topic, and I I got it. I under I know what it's about. And like Just Stop has a fucking video about this shit too. So if you didn't want to watch M. Lemon, you wanted another take, you watch him. Like these this video, this topic, this idea already has been done to not even and not even done, but done in so many different ways and so many different angles. That's like what are we doing here? The, and the do- problem is that M. Lemon. And stop sign or whatever his name is. Just stop. Just stop. Just stop. He's decent. He's decent. He's a young guy, but I like him. Well, all all of these guys are probably not like cartoon only. I know Emblemon isn't. Definitely not. Definitely not. Like, like, and then, but when you have Cartoon Man with the cartoon Sona, who's like talking about these things, like they all... All of them are idiots. All of them have the exact same book that they read out of, of like how to create a good story. And they just regurgitate fucking nostalgia critic bait, like bullshit that like th- that he was fucking saying 10 fucking years ago that, that they don't even realize. And and so they're just being like, the thing about a joke is that a joke is supposed to have this is the setup and this is the payoff. And I'm like, you're what, 14? You're what, 14? Get laid. Get fucking laid. God damn, Miles! You don't gotta say that. Sorry, sorry. If they were eighteen, the they, I would say or fourteen-year-old. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna shit on these. I'm not gonna go on here in this podcast and shit on these fucking fourteen-year-old kids. We're just trying to I'm, learn I'm, the craft, dude. They're not we actually fourteen. Somewhere. the The problem I have here's the thing: they're not actually fourteen. The problem that I have because a lot of them are like eighteen, nineteen. Some of them are seventeen, sixteen. But most yeah. of them are, are old enough to be making YouTube content and should be old enough to fucking take the heat. Like, all of them have the exact same reading style. They're all white. 
and and they're all like cynical and angry and still in high school so they're talking about like like I'm, i might be 17 and my life is over but i can at least tell what good writing is and it's just like who are you like i i see you a lot of subscribers but who are you yeah i watched um you know i, I won't shit on it because i thought it was a good video i watched like half of it from this one kid about it, the video is like, probably you got recommended this video i guaranteed why milo murphy's law couldn't find an audience i watched this i watched <laughs> i vaguely remember that i didn't watch it though I, I, I got recommended it like a few months ago when it first came out. I was like, I'm not doing it. Not interested, interested, but I'm not doing it. But then that's one of those videos that it, I, I call them the, the, na- the nagging, the nagging recommendations where YouTube will recommend you a video like 10 times. Oh, yeah. And the Majora's did, Mask Narrow video. Yeah, that's what. Oh, dude, that's one of them. That's one of them. Um, uh, I, there was a there was a JCS. Uh, um, what, they one of the criminal with- investigation. They love this with Jacob Geller, too. Ja- oh, my God. Jacob Geller is the oh. fucking phantom of my inbox. <laughs> dude, dude, phantom of the inbox. <laughs> I'd, I'd see that play. I, I'd see I'd see that uh, straight to DVD fucking movie. <laughs> Directed uh, by, uh, by, by Paul by Thomas Uwe Anderson. <laughs> We're on the same. Uwe Bowl, Paul Thomas Anderson. We're on the same. No, you're thinking of Paul game. W. S. Anderson. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson did, like, Magnolia and The Master. All these, like, Oscar movies. Oh, yeah, actually good film. Uh, uh, the Master is confusing. I saw that when I was a kid. I remember my entire family and I watched it, and all of us left the theater so confused. We had no clue what the fuck just happened. But, but yeah, so I watched a couple of this kid's videos. And because while I, while I found his channel... Is because he did a three and a half hour dissection of the Disney Channel show Lab Rats. Yes, this one is a <laughs> nagger as well. Do you get it? <laughs> the life and death of Disney's weirdest show, Lab Rats. Did you watch watch it? Did you watch any of it? I watched like two minutes of it. And I'm like, audio is not great. No, I, I mean, I didn't like watch kid. it. I, I there was there was another video that I left because the audio was bad, and I'm trying to think. It was another like nagger i just i think at this point i'm just like so done with youtube like unless it's like red letter media or a uh, nintendo capri sun let's play from 2009 oh my fucking god dude i'm just kind of like youtube youtube is good you are just like not finding the good shit no i have no problem with with youtube i i'm just kind of done like like every now and then i'll watch like a video that i think is really good and interesting but like i'm just kind of done being on youtube and like putting up with with the search for good content i'm just like done and and i i had this moment when i found a youtube channel that did a shin megami tensei 5 review and i i couldn't tell you the name of the channel but it oh, was i think i saw this was it about the was it about the game being bad no that, that that's a very controversial simply dad i think is the name or simple yeah, that's dad. it that's him he's a very controversial shin megami tensei person apparently he's banned from the mega 10 subreddit for being like toxic or something crazy like that like like i saw people posting that video and people being like oh this guy fuck isn't he banned? Like he, you're not allowed to post his videos or, or something like that on on the subreddit. So he's kind of a crazy whatever. Um, That's funny. No, it was it was this video called "Is Shin Megami Tensei Five Trash or Treasure?" And I kept I, and I I think a lot about. Oh, these, like, yo, I know this, I, dude. I know this guy. I know this guy. 
Yeah, uh, I, and I think a lot about like these like channels, right? Where they have these like shows where where it's just good or bad. And I'm like, do you know the amount of games that's just okay? Like, like treasure is really strong and so is trash. The amount yeah. of games you're gonna play that are just neither is 98% it's, it's, of them. Yeah, I'll say this. It's just a fucking... St- I, I watch this guy. I actually watch this guy. I, I respect the fuck out of this dude because he's been a grinder from like 2011 to like 2019 doing the same fucking shit. Oh, he's still like going. Like the same review style. I like kind of... Res- I, I, as much as like it's clearly not been really that successful in the grand scheme of it's like the yeah channel. it's not working for him but it's but he's not still working doing out it. but i i almost respect the it's like no i just like to do this and i'm gonna do the review this way and this is how it is and i i a part of me do, do, does respect the, the 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 i'm just gonna stick to my creative guts here uh i i like the i like this dude i don't have a real problem with him uh i haven't watched his stuff though i i haven't been sub to him in a while I just remember seeing like the titles and I was just like, I was just like, could like, I couldn't watch this. I'm yeah. not going to watch this. That's, especially because like, he's one of those people where you just know his opinion before you click the video. You just can feel the energy he gives off when he starts talking where he's like, oh, you judge games at like the three foot deep level. Like you, you are a man who sits down with the game. And you play it, and you decide if you liked it or not, and that's the video. Like, you just know the energy immediately. And that's not a problem. Obviously, that content has its place. It's not for me. I don't want to see it. Uh, and, and it's just one of these things where, like, the amount of videos, like, even video essays in, like, the 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 heyday when we were both trying to do them. Well, when I was... A lot of stuff sucked. Yeah, well, yeah, like, a lot of that shit was just terrible, because it was, like, these these three-foot-deep kiddie pool-ass, King K-ass bitches who thought they were smart, and now that's cartoon content. It's, it's now that's cartoon content where people yeah. will sit down with a cartoon that is obviously good or bad. Like, yeah. like, like, there, there, nothing okay ever comes out anymore, right? Like, there are people who do, if, if here's the thing. And, and and this actually goes back to Elden Ring. A 10 out of 10 is a death sentence. A 10 out of 10 is a fucking death sentence. Because, in, some, in some regards, yeah. Definitely for you, Deathloop it was. Yeah, because if you give it a 10, people are going to be looking at, all right, where's the 10? I, I did it with Elden Ring. A lot of people did it with Breath of the Wild. It, it, just, it just happens. People look at a 10 and they say, no, I'm finding the flaws. I'm finding the flaws. So like any cartoon that's just, dog water is gonna get one of these videos by these fucking children who who i shouldn't dunk on them so hard but it's just funny they're all my problem i'll say this dude my here's my problem with 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 the animation youtube scene particularly is this is not everyone but i feel like there is a certain subsect of, of the animation community who's really trying their best to tr- to like act like act like and treat animation like current contemporary animation like it's this great meaningful art form and it's not when, i'm sorry but the sad reality is is that this shit's this shit's hate like dude dude i saw this fucking video from from saber spark not this is not a complaint about the video the show he talked about was fucking it's called like fairview or something this is dude the i actually i was stunned when i when he showed a clip of it and i, I was like 
dude, they're like, they're like Mega Bloks people. Like, the characters are like heads with like triangle, like pick torsos. It's and like Robot they, Boy. It's, dude, it's like, what the fuck is this? And it looks like it, 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 it just, it's animated fucking horribly. It has no fucking idea. It's about some fucking stupid ass fucking town and some shitty fucking adult comedy on Comedy Central. And it's just awful. And it's like, wow. Wow. No wonder fucking anime's taken off in the West in such a fucking big way in the last, like, two and a it's, half, It's because years. no one has new ideas. Like, even, like, the reason that people like the Owl House and shit so much is because it's just anime. And they just haven't accepted yet that they like the flavor of... Here's the thing. The Owl House is anime, but it has the flavor of a fucking coddling child's cartoon. And it also has your politics. Like, there's an episode where Ida, the Owl Lady can't get her her like medicine she needs like medicine to avoid a curse that turns her into an owl but the only person who sells it is a pig who really loves marking up his prices for his medicine he's a pig and he marks up prices and it's like all right i get it capitalism bad got it got it I get, I, I get, I get it. You're not clever, and then, and especially if you didn't think they weren't clever enough. At some point, he goes, "That's a little game I call capitalism, and I love oh. it because I always win." And it's like, "Oh, oh big pharma, I fucking get the joke. Like this shit sucks. It's just, it's boneless little witch academia." And I know I've said that before, but like, it really is just like cartoons are like the best cartoon in the world right now is a fucking eight. I'm sorry. There is not a, there there is no way that there's a cartoon it made in America that is more than an 8 as far as I'm I'm fucking concerned. And 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 here's the thing, seasonal animes, there's not always a 10. Rarely is there a 10 during a seasonal anime. That's fine. Oh, absolutely. There I I yeah, there very rarely does a 12 episode 10 come out ever. Yeah, but but like ultimately like anime has fucking 10s that come out or are continuing. Like one piece is a fucking 10. One Piece is a 10 that keeps on fucking going, baby. Or, like, yeah. like I don't want to say anything about the Chainsaw Man anime, but, like, if based, like the content alone of the Chainsaw Man anime, because it is Chainsaw Man, probably going to be a 10. Like, to yeah, most people. It, it, unless they do some bullshit, unless they try to go some anime original shit, like Promised Neverland Season 2 or something. Or yeah. to- Tokyo Ghoul, apparently. Um, I, I hear Inuyashiki has a really bad anime, too. Like, like that's just kind of how it is. But, like, you, you do have, or, like, you know, like, something legendary will come out, like a Dragon Maid, a Konosuba, like, shit that just is above that level. I, th- I think I've said this before, like, Avatar is a great work of animation, and it's only A tier. Yeah, you you wouldn't say it's a you wouldn't say it's an S tier show. I have no skin in the game either way. I could believe. No, I mean if if we're comparing if if we're only saying cartoons, Avatar is absolutely S tier. But if we're saying cartoons in anime, no, it's got to be an A. It's just got to be an A. Like, I'm I'm sorry. Like, it's competing. It's now competing with like Revolutionary Girl Utena and like princess tutu and madoka magica those are just I'm, and those are just magical girl shows like i mean if we want to talk about like shonen like incredible shonen is fucking competing with jojo it's competing with 
um one piece there's got to be other shonens that are just like beloved and incredible that i'm forgetting that are like anime explicit like anime oh demon slayer everyone loves that yeah. like it's competing with like just these like modern masterpieces yeah and i just feel like yeah and, and, and again like fucking, I, and, 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 like seven like, seasons of gundam yeah and, and and i and i gotta be honest like i do respect i i think avatar does from at least what i what i've seen and i've seen again very again the end in like the very very beginning which from what i've been told from all the fans is like the well-known weakest part of the show is its first like 10 episodes or so um but even i when i was watching i'm like yeah i could see that they definitely like ghost you know toe to toe with you know quite a few anime i i've seen at least in terms of quality i think it can hold its own and again i think i i would agree with you that at the bare, bare minimum it is like an a tier but back to my original point i made like so long ago like i think part of the reason why again it's so revered and stuff and why it's so revered and still talked about today is because there hasn't been anything in the states that comes close to it really and and I think it is just because it's the television industry is just not a great nurturing space for shows like most most shows don't make it because Avatar, cable's dying. Well, Miles, well not only is cable dying, dying, but like but streaming is also so immediate, like your whole season comes out and you get no feedback and no notes like in, in a writer's room, in a traditional writer's room, like you did have time to adjust. You did have some time to adjust to, like, if your show was airing and a couple episodes were already in production, you had some fucking time to make some course corrections. And now a whole season will drop, and if the whole season's bad, the whole season's bad. Yeah, that, that yeah, that's kind of it. And also, too, like, what you mentioned streaming, too, like, with, like, the, you know, the whole streaming war and, like, everyone building their own fucking catalog of shit, they need fucking content. So of course they're gonna get these these you know shit again shit like fucking Fairview that's just super cheaply made has no fucking idea behind it. I saw another fucking trailer for some bullshit TV show called fucking like Flatch fucking Town or whatever some bullshit and it's the same idea. It's like some small town. Hey, it's this small town with all these kooky fucking characters. What an awful fucking idea. Well, it, well, that's show. it's Simpsons, it's Family Guy, it's but it's the South Simpsons Park, is like, it's like the same about shit. the Simpsons, right? Th that's the difference. The Simpsons is is like about pictured framed through the the Simpsons family. Family Guy is framed through the Griffin household and like Peter Griffin's fucking nonsense and Stewie and his all all shit. It's like the whole series is framed through that. American Dad's framed through the cast of, the cast of characters. You know, like Futurama's framed through. The, the the cast of characters these shows are about like oh it's the it, it's it's a it's like this fucking goofy ass world but we don't like folk you know it's you know it's not the characters suck there's nothing there there's like nothing to it there is no idea that it's anything. weird like that's you know? that's the only like idea that like avant-garde ish kind of and i'm i'm not assuming that flackville or whatever is avant-garde oh, welcome right? to flatch i think it's called welcome to flatch uh, is avant-garde but like like i remember this with moral oral or moral oral started as a as a kind of generic you know not gen it wasn't generic at all it was actually great but you know it was, it was a it was a more streamlined more in line with adult swim comedy parody of of christian programming and then season three it became about the town and it's just this weird thing where like 
I guess Americans just think that a story about like the town and all the townspeople and all their little lives is like really profound and, and interesting. And, and I don't disagree per se, but yeah, no slice of life is cool. There's a reason why that genre of anime and stuff is popular. Here. It, it's just so interesting because like, it's usually through a lens, you know? And Dude, yeah, like, like, let me give you an example. Like, Tomiko Market. I fucking love Tomiko Market. That's a, that's a 12-episode-plus movie. Fucking mm, chef's kiss, 9 out of 10. Great, great fucking shit. But, like, the whole framing of that is that this fucking talking bird comes to this little Japanese town and lives with, with Tomiko, her younger sister, and her dad. And they run a mochi shop, and it basically goes through an entire year's worth of events through major holidays at the fucking shopping arcade. That's a setup, Miles. That's all I need. But fucking, these shows don't have that. They have these shitty characters with no plot, and it's just about the fucking shitty town that you don't care about because none of the characters are interesting. There's no, again, there's no setup. Futurama. Fry gets sent to the future, so he's some guy from our time in the late 90s fucking around in this completely fresh new future with all these other wacky fucking characters that we can also follow and explore in episodes and shit, you know? Like, that's an idea. That's something to go off of. These shows don't have that. And to me, it's just like, it just feels so like cynical, dude. It just, it, it makes me feel awful seeing shit like this. And then worse, you got, you got to see a YouTube video of some guy with a rant Sona that says Flackville is a, is a, is an affront to art. And he's, he's crossing his arms and he's got the angry eyes. He's got the, the, the grunkle Stan nose on his rant Sona. Yeah. And the only, and, and this guy was uh, some fucking poor 19 year old kid who only had 80 bucks. So it can only get like three different poses for the rant Well, Sona. The thing so about just... these guys is that they, they usually are like cartoonists themselves or have cartoon aspirations like you know rebel taxi was this way as well yeah. so a lot of them draw their own but at least rebel taxi had like gifts you know like at least it was like a gift yeah and, or and, and like some full, little bit of he had a background he had care like some character animation like you know yeah was... it's like a vibe like i love i love pan pizza videos because there's just such a feel a vibe and a feel yeah. and i love that about them and, 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 and so a lot of these rant Sona videos are just like them sitting down with like a show that's like obvious garbage, right? And, and just yeah. being like, well, we've reached a new low. Animation is the greatest genre that's ever existed and ever will exist. But Dude, they, these is, are yeah. the people. Yeah. These are the fucking people. Fairview is, is like a fucking problem. It's like, it's it, it just like. It's just like I'm sorry. Like I, it's the people who want who are like, dude, this animation's more than kid shit, and I'm sorry. I'm fucking sorry. It just, it just ain't there. It just ain't there yet, Chief. And and, and you know what? It's never. It's I, just not gonna be there because first of all, America has a bias towards animation, thinking it's for kids, and second of all, studios don't see animation as that lucrative because shit's expensive. It's not. It's not. And now let me ask you this, Miles, because there is some there there is something worth noting here. Because you say that like it it never will be. I have a never say never mentality. And let me present you this idea that the four right now fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, you know, you know, fourteen and above those kids, they're just these zoomers. They're just into fucking anime, like really into it. They follow this shit. They they see it on their fucking. Like, you know, their tumblers and their Instagrams and all all this shit. These, you know, 14 to 19 year old kids or whatever, they're really into this shit. 
What's to say that in 10 years when they're in their mid 20s and actually have some maybe built their creative skills or had some creative aspirations or practice or hone their own craft? What is to say that these people who are inspired by these anime, the actual, you know, truly great um, pieces of animation that they get inspired to to do their own shit. And there becomes an upsurge in animation because the generation gr- who grew up with animation values it in a different way than maybe, say, people who are a little older than us. Two things have to happen. Two things have to happen. Okay. And, and let me just say my predictions. I think you're right. And I also think that manga is going to become a thing that people in the United States make and comics are just going to go the fuck away. Oh, dude. Yeah, it's oh, my God. We already already have like Saturday a.m. and Saturday p.m. as like these like Western manga platforms that you could just make a manga and just have it on there. We have Webtoon as well. Webtoon, obviously not a manga necessarily, but, you know, web what lives on Webtoon, generally speaking, is closer to manga and anime than it is to American-made comic books. Almost nobody has any interest in U.S.-based comic books, probably because Superman is picketing instead of freezing the world to stop global Ex- warming. That's the fucking problem, dude. That's the exact problem, is that the the, the, the talent right now in the big two in American comics is just is not there. There are some individual storylines. Like I know like apparently like New Daredevil's like fucking a, a cracked out amazingly good. And there's a couple other like bright spots you know, storylines in comic books, uh following individual heroes then and there. But just the general the general whole the whole beast of it all is just I don't, it's just not appealing to people which is hysterical and kind of crazy when you think about how crazy these movies are dude like the comic book industry is dying as these characters and properties are bigger than they've ever been yeah which is which is just a proof of insane mishandling and and yeah. it, it, it's and frankly it's a long time coming because people remember this like in the 90s if your comic was doing poorly you fucking kill someone right like, yeah. if your comic was doing poorly, you had some sensational bullshit. Now, if your co- comic is doing poorly, you turn someone gay. And-, and But here's the problem. Here's the problem with that, Miles, is that that you turn someone gay, that gets you a lot of love on Twitter from, you know, LGBT From people who aren't going to read the comics. Community and, and they're not going to buy the comics. They're not gonna buy. They're not gonna buy the comics, and if they do, they buy that one comic, and the, and the, and that's sort of it. And it doesn't change anything. And the and the, I'm sorry, but the comic book, the comic base readership, is just not interested in those in those types of stories. And they're superhero comic books, and I can't necessarily blame them. So meanwhile, while all this shit is floundering, people who are interested in reading graphic novel style words with pictures books, um. They have manga, which is easily available, extremely cheap in the West at either $2 a month through the Shonen Jump app, which I gladly pay. It's totally fucking worth it. They have their entire back catalog. They're constantly updating it um, with old shit getting translated. Like part five and part six are in the midst of getting translated right now concurrently, which is awesome. Um, All their current running shits in there. It's, you know, the great reads, the translated professionally. Shit's good. It's dope. Or alternatively, you have many options for reading scanlations of basically almost whatever you want, more or less. If and you can always go to Barnes and Noble if you want something physical. Because they sell yeah, them if you want Barnes and Noble. And by the way, at Barnes and Noble, you'll find a fucking huge manga section, by the way. Oh, yeah. this shit's just This shit sells, and they need it. 
and Sam, they want it. I went to I went to Barnes and Noble and I saw some of the sauciest Nagatoro covers in my life, and you just buy them. They're just out there. It, it was really funny because I Nagatoro is in plastic. You can't read it because it's too sexy, but you can just flip open Chainsaw Man Volume 3 and watch him fight the Eternity Devil, the most horrifying design I've ever seen in my fucking oh, life. Isn't it the boss? Isn't it it's just so the good. best, dude? It's so good. God. But but like, you can just read that. But yeah, so in 10 years, I think that manga will be an American industry. I think that there will be American made manga upheld by... <laughs> I mean, Saturday a.m. and Saturday p.m. And this goes back to everything we've said about like, what like, is this Vegeta. exactly? I've never, I, I'm not familiar with this. Saturday it's it's basically just a, an app. I mean, you know, it's a, it's an app that hosts manga, like American made manga, you know, or, or Western made manga. And there's Saturday a.m., which is for Shonen and Shoujo. And Saturday p.m., which is for Seinen. Which is for the more adult stuff. Okay. Yeah. It's, and uh, and like, I believe now let me ask this. If it's American made what particularly is like manga about it? If it's I mean, the technique, made. it's uh, uh, manga is Kiro Obscuro um, or Kiro Obscuro, not Kiaro Obscuro. That's a font. Uh, it's Kiro Obscuro. Um, it's it's got, you know, the five page panel layout. Uh, it's heavily Japanese inspired. I mean, like manga is not just where it's made. It's also the format it's made in because manhwa is vertical, like that's that's kind of how it is like manga has so american comic books are, so are kind of more so are these so so are the so I, 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 that's what i'm curious about is like are these stories written right to left are they is that how yeah i believe they're written right to left and and okay. it goes back to what we were saying about vegeta and all this saturday am and saturday pm is made by just a fucking black guy who just like loves shonen and wanted to make a fucking shonen starring a black guy and so he just made it and he draws it like on fucking pen and paper, like a, like a true mangaka. And now he has this platform with you know a handful of manga, and I don't know if they're any good necessarily, but like him and a couple other artists, just they they just run this shit, and they're the start of the American manga industry. And and so I think that's gonna happen. But I think the thing that needs to happen for animation, two things, as you mentioned, all the zoomers need to rise the fuck up, and they need to you know get into manga, but also. I think that a lot anime? of the, what was or that get into drawing, get into drawing anime styles and, and get in specifically really study anime storytelling, because here's the thing that most Western cartoons nowadays are, are not getting right. The storytelling, they don't get it. They, they are not doing Western story or anime storytelling, right? They are doing the stupid stringy along bullshit that like comics and all this shit does with cliffhangers and truth bombs at the, at the end of the episode, like, please go and watch. Please go and read a manga like the vast majority of manga have their twists in the middle of a chapter. And then the rest of the chapter is them dealing with this crazy stuff. Right. They don't save the time. Yeah. They don't save the reveal to the last fucking page like a comic book because their story's good and they know you're going to come back if if they just keep telling a compelling, interesting story, even after the yeah. arc ends. A lot of chapters of manga have like a three act structure in their like 15 to 19 pages or whatever. Um, Yeah, you can definitely feel it in in, in especially with the really, really talented, talented writers. You can feel and. That. And so that that needs to happen a lot. They can't just learn how to draw anime. They need to understand what makes Japanese storytelling so compelling and and work. 
And the second thing is that a lot of these studio execs who, you know, who are either just following social media trends or are super, super, super stuck in how they've been doing things forever need to either retire or die. That will happen. And that it will. will happen. It absolutely will. And I think it will happen by the time that these Zoomers are 25 and old enough to write and, and create their happen. own pitches and stuff. It's, it's definitely going to happen. So I, I, I think mean, it could happen. It, but but I think what, I'm, what I really should have said is it's not going to happen while these guys are still making YouTube videos about it. No, probably not. But that's all right. Yeah. I, uh, I do want to say this one more question before, before we go. That is like a, it's like one of these like sad hard pills to swallow about reality but it's also true can like you mentioned that the oh, oh like there will be an american manga in industry in like 10 to 15 years which some which to some extent in how you present it you know with sort of online platforms distributing uh stories i i 100% agree but mangaka in japan uh, really give their lives to the craft in, yeah. in, in a way that american society is just not really about and i'm not even saying that that's right or wrong not even anyway but that's just the reality of the situation is that japanese mangaka especially the ones that run weekly shit it's fucking cracked those people are are are, 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 give their lives to this shit and that's just not not the american and that, that is the american mentality with some creatives there are definitely some american creatives of course that dedicate their life to the craft but what do you, I, do you think they could they could hold a candle? Because no, when I you're think dealing that with that level see, of intensity. That's tough. I think we're going to see a team based model where where someone is an artist and someone is a writer. Like I, it's More going that. to be like like Bakugan, Bakuman. Fuck. Oh my god, it's Bakuman, my guy. It's gonna Why be like Bakuman. Why didn't you just say Death Note? Why didn't you just say Death Note? It's written. No, it was written ba- by a guy because, and wrote by a guy. But Bakuman no, but, is literally about that. The manga is literally about a guy who writes and a guy who draws. Yeah, exactly. That's why I was together. saying Bakuman because it, it, yeah. I think that is what we are going to see. The model, and and this is ironically enough the ideal model for many mangaka. Um, Look Back has has uh, someone who's more of a writer and more of a, you know and someone who's more of an artist, and that's kind of why they team up. And and I think that a lot of secretly a lot of mangaka kind of wish that they were only doing one half. Uh, and if not, and and if not, they, they wish that they were sharing the work. So I, I think that we're going to see for manga team, very team based productions as opposed to mangaka. And, and I do think it's, it's probably not going to hold a candle for a long, long time because what you're getting, first of all, is work that is derivative of other work. And second of all, you are getting, you're getting work from people who probably don't realize the reality of being a mangaka is a fucking nightmare and are just not working like that and and this level of intensity of like thinking of a story literally every day and just eating sleeping shitting and drawing is 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 just not something i think most people can do yeah nor in the united states is that sort of mentality i think particularly like drove into you especially nowadays which again i'm not even saying is is right or wrong either way no but it it is a contributing factor it's a contributing factor to what makes manga so appealing and typically so intense i mean like these are these are chapters and stories written by sleep deprived men and women like yeah they are going crazy and that's why their work is so ham 
Ex- exactly. Or even when when I when I read uh uh Trojan X, which is getting the free pass, it comes out whenever and stuff. It's just like wrought one person. It's like wow, one person did all this shit. It's crazy, and it has a completely different feel and look and style to it than everything else in the, in the magazine. And it's like something. It's like wow, you feel like you're reading something kind of special, you know? Yeah. When you and- when you consume it. That, and that 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 is really cool. I I do think that that America does need that voice that that is kind of doing something different, both artistically and and narratively, for Western manga to become kind of a thing. Because uh, you know, manga had these voices that were just very not just unique, but also really caught on because they were so interesting. And in, you know, in in the seventies, eighties, nineties, I mean, even like. Osamu, you know, Tezuka, he was doing like Princess Knight, Astro Boy, and just all these like these things that were clearly Western inspired, but they were so Japanese at the same time. And or you had like Ranma one and a half and and uh what's the Lum series called? I forget. Um oh, oh, uh Uru Ratsu <laughs> Fuck. Ikamusume. Um like you just it's, have- it's like it's like Uru Ratsu or something like that. Um. God, what the fuck? Uh, uh, Uruse Yatsura. That's it. Uruse Yatsura. Yeah, like um, all all of these people who just have these kind of crazy, weird ideas, and they just are so intense about making them, and and I and I think that America, we just think differently. We're we're very schematic. We we are very much driven by a worry or an expectation that we can't find an audience. We we are numbers and bottom line driven, you know, and, and so is Japan and so is, you know, in manga in general. But like, I feel like most editors for manga are on the side of their mangaka and they have a very personal relationship with them where they're willing to tell them like, yeah, this is not your best work. It's shit. Do it again. Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely the uh, the case. Editors. Yeah, especially in manga editors shape a ton about a story. Very sh- shadowy figures. We don't you don't really know about the creative process unless you like are told like, yeah, they did this. That My editor was responsible for this, that, these and those. Like yeah. infamously, like the uh, Akira Toriyama editor during the Cell Saga is responsible for like the androids and Cell. And like the whole continuation of everything past Frieza, basically. Oh, um, I know, I know that um, that Araki's editor, he famously had a lot of problems with him because he would not let him write strong women. Yeah, what was what like during like part five or whatever with like Trey? Part two, uh, part five, and part six. Uh, there was a lot of arguments, I guess, with with him and his editor about like how his audience didn't want to see girls. Like that's that's yeah. that's something he's confirmed with part two, something I assume with part five and and it, and a legend about part six is that is that the editor had a lot of say in adding like weather report and Anasui as like men. Oh, OK. Yeah. I could. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I because I mean, after all, like it's kind of weird. Not every day you see a prison in the States for both men and women. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it's not even like, referenced that, that, that there's a men's wing until later when Iraqi had to add men for people to enjoy it. But then again, I, I think that the men's wing thing was added for like John Gallier, shit yeah. like that. 
Yeah. Yeah. So that he could have some like male villains. Yeah, it's uh Yeah, it's cracked. I can't wait for uh first part two with Stone Ocean, by the way. I'm really excited. Yeah, it's coming out never. Well, if you want to be a true crackhead, I got to cut half an hour out of this episode. Make sure to follow us on Twitter or don't. We don't post there. Maybe we no, should. Just I don't join know. the Discord. Join the I, Discord. I don't know. That's where the spice goes. On Twitter yeah, or that's in where life? All this, uh, in Twitter. Anything interesting to say in, on Twitter that we could start posting? The N-word. Anime thighs when she opened up so wide I got a twinkle in my eye Asian pussy is so tight I just really want a pipe Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties She's only five Anime thighs when she opened up so wide I got a twinkle in my eye Asian pussy is so tight I just really want a pipe Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties She's only five Bitch, I'm about to fuck this cutie, so I whip out my katana And I knock this little bitch out with just one hit like I'm Saitama Why you act like you retarded, like little bitch, I don't want drama I still hit when she says no, don't understand when she don't wanna A Sword fighting with my penis like I'm in a fucking dojo All these bitches want me like my name was fucking Jojo Asian penis is too tiny like it was a nose show Bitch, don't watch your coochie, watch anime with the bros, though with my motherfucking bitch I might pull up, give those thighs a little motherfucking kiss And man, if you talking shit, tell Ryuk you on a list Yeah, your sister is my groupie, she take this anime Dick. Okay, okay, like little bitch, I don't care if that fat ass is too deep. Score a bounty on that pussy, you can call me Spike Lee. Putting out fire, getting ice, bitch, I'm Todoroki. And if you got some shit to say, then you can say it to me. Anime thighs, when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really want a pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five. Anime thighs, when she opened up so wide,